Did you know that I was a Big Brother housemate? That is what today's episode is all about. So in Australia, we have just started a new season of Big Brother and a few of my old housemates are in the house. They've come back as Big Brother royalty. And it has brought back so many memories for me on Big Brother, you know, of my time in the Big Brother house. I'm going to answer all of your questions um, that I that I get all the time around Big Brother. And I'm going to talk to you about my experience today because it was a massive part of me unleashing my inner champagne confidence and building the confidence that I have today. Had I have known at the time that being uncomfortable being surrounded by mirrors, being stuck in my head, hating on myself, not loving the body that I am and not fully accepting was part of my, you know, my champagne confidence journey. I had no idea. And it was a really, really freaking tough time in that house. And I'm going to share it all with you today. You know how you feel after a couple of glass of bubbles? You're confident, you're self-assured, and you're ready to take on the world? Imagine if you had the strength and awareness to do that when the buzz wears off. I'm Heidi Anderson, author, former radio host, and CEO of my own company, and this podcast is about building your confidence by stepping outside your comfort zone. Welcome to Champagne Confidence. Well, before we get started, I thought I could play a little snippet of my time in the Big Brother house. My name's Heidi, I'm 29. I work in radio. <laughs> I work at NXFM in Newcastle on a breakfast show and I love it. It's the best job in the world. Some friends have described me as being a bit like a caramello koala, so I'm hard on the outside, soft and gooey on the inside. I would say that I'm very confident in my personality, but I have had a lot of issues with my looks and my body. I think the best thing about me is that I'm passionate about everything. Like I'm passionate about life, I'm passionate about my job, I'm passionate about my friends, my family. I just love life. It's time to go Heidi. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I told you! I love you all! You know who I want to win! You all! Just get me out! Wow. My time in the Big Brother house was wild. I felt so much shame when I was evicted. So I was evicted. I can't remember if it was week five or six. And I spiraled into an anxious ball of mess. And it was one of the craziest times of my life. So when I first went into Big Brother in 2013, it was season 10. I remember when I was in lockdown the week before I went into the house. So I think we were in lockdown for, I think, 10 days or something in a hotel room, no TV, no phones, nothing. We're allowed to take one person with us. I remember feeling so confident, like, hey, I could win this show. I could definitely, fuck yeah, I've got this. And then I remember walking into the house. I think it was about the 10th housemate to get in that night. And as soon as I walked in those doors, it was over for me. And I mean that in that every single thought that I'd ever had of doubt, every single thought that I've ever had about the way that I saw myself, looked, my body shape, all that kind of stuff, amplified times a thousand. And the voices in my head got really loud. And I remember thinking, fuck, I don't want to win this show. I want 
out. (laughs) And I had to really push through that in the first few days. And I think if you speak to any housemate, you will, they will probably say the first few days are so hard for your emotional state, um, mental state. I actually auditioned for years and years and years. I think the very first year that I auditioned was just after I finished school, which I think was 2002. And I remember going up with some of my girlfriends and we actually got stoned and <laughs> auditioned for Big Brother oh, like we had a chance. And I remember afterwards, I was like, damn, I really blew that by being stoned. And yeah, so I didn't get in. Then I tried out a few years after that. Then I went overseas for a few years. And then I got my first radio job in Bunbury in Western Australia on a breakfast show. And I remember Big Brother auditions came up and I got through and I got through further this time. I got to the end of the day. I got through, I think, like two or three rounds and then didn't get through again. And I was so disappointed. And I said, I remember saying to myself, that is the last year that I'm auditioning. Anyway, so I went back to my radio job in Bunbury and then I got promoted to being on a breakfast show in Newcastle and that all happened really quickly. I moved from Bunbury after two years to Newcastle, which was four hours from my hometown in Bathurst. So I was really excited. It was on the coast. I moved in with some great chicks. I ended up reconnecting with Hubby. Um, So he, him and I met in London a few years before that. We're at a party and we ended up getting together and he then became my boyfriend and I just had my dream job. And the, there was two producers that came on our, our show in Newcastle to talk about the big brother auditions that day. And they were looking for people to come and audition. And I was really cocky, like, you don't know what you're missing out on. I, I would have been such a great housemate. You know, I was really champagne confident on the radio show that day. And when we turned the mics off, they said, so are you going to come down and audition today? And I said, oh, I don't, I don't think so. Like I'm done. I, you know, I said last year you missed out and that's it. Like 20,000 people or so, you know, go through the doors to audition for Big Brother. And they were like, yeah, but we think, you know, and I was like, really? And they said, look, we'll put you through to the second round or whatever. You don't have to line up. And I remember getting home that day and I thought, should I go? Shouldn't I? And I remember chucking it in a message to the guys I work with. And I was like, why would I want to give up my dream job? This is my dream job. I'd just been promoted to Newcastle, just moved nearly home to, you know, my hometown. I was so close. Got this boyfriend, like everything's kind of happening for me. And they were like, no, you have to go. Like if anything, it'll be content for the radio show. So I put my big girl panties on and I went down and I got put through to the second round and I just felt so confident that because these producers had told me that that's what they were looking for. And then we ended up having a chat that day to, I got through to the third or fourth round and chatting to the executive producer, Alex. And yeah, I remember walking away going, I'm fucking in the house. Like, this is crazy. I am in the house. And I went home and everything kind of just went back to normal and I had this great life and I got a phone call a few weeks later. I had to go to Sydney for the top 100. And then after that, I still felt really confident. Like something in my intuition was telling me that this was it. I hadn't told Griffo. We'd just been seeing each other for, you know, on online because <laughs> he lived in Perth. That's hubby. And I hadn't told him. I hadn't really told many people. And then I got a phone call to say that I'd made the top 30 and they wanted to come and film some stuff. And I was like, holy shit. Oh my God, I've made it. Like they don't just come and film stuff with people if you haven't made it. 
And that was this, that was my big brother journey. And I remember calling my boss, Craig Bruce at the time. And I said, oh my God, like, I don't know if I should do this. And I spoke to a few other bosses and friends and they're like, yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. You'd be throwing your career in the bin. Like, why would you do that? And I remember ringing Craig Bruce, who's a great mate of mine now. And, um, you know, a massive part of my radio career who really helped me with my champagne confidence. And he said, nah, mate, get in the house. And I was like, what? And he said, that is amazing publicity for our radio show for you. Like, this is huge. Yes. Get in the house. No questions. We'll make it work. And I was like, oh my God. And so I just listened to what he, what he said. Two days later, he called me and he said, we're going to put you in Perth. As soon as you get out of the house, you're not going to come back to Newcastle. Would you like that? You're, um, you're, I hear you've got a boyfriend there. Like he'd done his groundwork. And the boss who was in Perth at the time had been mentoring me. And I was like, whoa, what a whirlwind. Today's confidence challenge for you is if you are not a reader, I want you to find a book and start reading today. Now, I know you're thinking like, how is this building confidence? Because it's stepping outside your comfort zone. I want you to pick up a book that is full of confidence. It might be Erica Kramer's Confidence Feels Like Shit. I think you can buy it on Kindle for like $2. She's also one of my friends, an amazing legend. Pick up her book. I want you to just read one page. Think about it like this. If you start reading one page a day of a book around confidence, about self-love, whatever it is, around personal development that you want to inspire yourself with. If you start reading just one page today, in 365 days, you'll have read the entire book. So make that 1% change today. Pick up a book and start reading. I don't care if it's one page. Maybe tomorrow you'll read two. Maybe in a couple of days you'll read three or four. But I want you to start today. This is how we build confidence. Getting into Big Brother and then saying yes was one of the wildest experiences of my life. The winner of my year was Tim, who is currently in the season now. I've been speaking to him over the last couple of days, and I'm definitely going to try and get him on this podcast to debrief because him and I, when I first got into the house, we were really good friends. Um, But I didn't like, I love him as a person. And like I said, we still talk to this day. We're still really good, good mates. I think you can't share that experience with people and- dislike them, if you know what I mean. Like they can irritate you and you never want to live with them again, but you share this unique experience. I couldn't stand the way that he was playing. Like he was manipulating everyone and no one could see it. And I didn't want to be controlled. I didn't want to be told what to do. You know, I didn't like that. And I was gravitating towards a couple other guys, Matt and Ed. And he was like, no, you don't want to hang out with them. They're the beef beef heads and rah, rah, and kind of he, he kind of created like a, a, a group, a gang of misfits. And that's kind of what, how he played. And I didn't play very strategically. The hardest thing for me at the time and why I spiraled and felt so much shame after Big Brother is because people got to truly see that side of me where I was emotionally spent and drained and how I can behave. So my anxiety sometimes can cause me to be snappy, can cause me to be angry can cause me to not fully be there and aware. I'm spending so much time in my head that I'm very reactive in my ways. And that really came out my last week in the house. And I think that's what I felt so much shame about is that people actually truly saw who I truly am, because I'm not going to deny that. Like when I'm in my head, 
I can be a real bitch. I can be really hard on myself and I can say things without love. And I I remember walking in and I was the positive, fun, outgoing radio chick. And that is, that is who I am. But when my anxiety, when it was, you know, which I didn't really fully understand it, so I couldn't express this in the house, I can get nasty because I'm not speaking from my heart. I'm speaking from the crazy shit that's going on in my head. And I didn't know how to express that. And that was my downfall the last week. And that's probably because I felt really seen because when I came out, some of the comments online were like, oh, she was such a bitch that last week. She changed. Now, when we really think about it, it is a wild experience. And if I could show myself the compassion now of like, Hides, you did amazing. You did so epic in that in that house. You know, it's okay that you spiraled the last week and you're a bit of a bitch and this and that. And, you know, you said some things that you probably didn't truly mean because you just wanted to get your interviews over and done with, which is what happened. I remember we were really hungover because we used to have Friday night crazy parties and we were really hungover on the Saturday. And I think I got evicted on the Sunday or the Monday. I can't remember. And I was really hungover. Whenever I'm hungover, my anxiety is through the roof. You know, the anxieties, the beer fear, as my friends from Ireland like to call it, where you really start to question everything that you've done and blah, 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 all this shit. Anyway, we had to do a bunch of interviews where we talk about other housemates when you're up for eviction. And I remember just I couldn't think about what I wanted to say. And they're like, Heidi, you're not giving us what you want. Big Brother was basically like, you're not giving us what we want, etc." Like they weren't happy with what I was saying. And so I was like, okay, 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 let me just say this. And then I just said some really mean things about some of the housemates. And I say that I probably said it with just not coming from the heart. It was just like, get me the fuck out of this. I'm having a pretty much an anxiety attack and I don't want to be doing these interviews. This is what was all going on in my head. And instead of saying that and voicing it, I let them play those things and I let I let myself be seen in that moment where it wasn't truly who I am as a person. And that was my, that was the end of my, you know, my big brother journey. And I got evicted and I remember being so happy because I felt so much shame that last week. And I felt so alone because I didn't know how to talk about what was happening in my head. I was so caught up in my head. Tim and I had had a big fight that week. You know, he was my mate from the get-go and I felt so much shame around that. I hated the things that I said. I think I called him a C-U-N-T. Obviously, they didn't play that. I think I might have even called Big Brother a C-U-N-T. <laughs> There's a scoop for you. Um, in, you know, in one of those moments where I was feeling really angry and I just was not myself. And so I was so happy to get out. And when I got out, I remember them showing photos, showing going back to the house and Tim was crying and everything. And I remember just being like, oh, I don't care. Like he doesn't really care. And, you know, I was so dismissive of our feelings because I'd felt so disconnected the last week that I couldn't feel into that. And and I, that was what I felt so much shame around. The next day when I was doing my, all my big brother duties at Dreamworld where the house was, I had a producer come out to me and he was one of the main producers, not Alex. And he said to me, oh, so good to see you guys. He's like, well, you definitely weren't who we thought you were going to be in there. And that one sentence changed, I think, the trajectory of my big brother journey because I felt so broken 
and I hadn't slept. I remember when I got back to the hotel, I smoked heaps of ciggies, drank heaps of wine, spoke to everyone, kind of talked about my experience. It was wild. It was so wild when you think about it. And I was there with one of my best friends who doesn't really smoke or drink that much. <laughs> she was the wrong person to come into the come be in the house with on my night out, like the first night out. Um, and I remember just feeling like starting to read into some of the comments and then him saying that I just oh it was it was it was the end of me and that is where massive amounts of anxiety came from me and shame and I never wanted to watch the show I then had a distaste for the show I actually didn't want to associate myself with Big Brother um, I felt embarrassed and shame and if anyone ever talked to me about it I felt gross and I hated myself and I hated the way that I behaved and I really just focused on that last week instead of the amazing friendships that I'd made. Also, some of the most incredible, funny moments that I had in the house. And I think this big brother coming back has really made me appreciate my time in the house and and time heals, right? And me talking about my experience today and just talking about it was and is a huge part of my healing journey. Like I felt grief when I left that big brother house, you know, all those different emotions from what he said to me. I literally stayed in my mate's apartment for two whole days, didn't come out of the room because I felt so much shame and hate towards myself. I was emotionally spent. I was drained. And then I got, you know, then I got to Perth to live with my boyfriend who, you know, I knew that I loved and I was so excited and he was so supportive of me going on Big Brother. He was so amazing. You know, he was like, get in the house. I don't care what you do. Just have fun. I'll be here waiting when you come out. And he was, he was there waiting. It was just a shame that he was working that week (laughs) that I got evicted. Boo. Um, But he was a massive support of me when I left the Big Brother house and I couldn't have got through it without him. So for those who have been dying to ask me if I've watched the show, no, I haven't. I've watched, uh, this is my season. I've only watched snippets and that was because of the shame that I felt. I think I will go back and watch it now um, that I'm showing myself this love and understanding. I think I will go back and watch it, but I've only ever seen snippets. And in those snippets, in being kind to myself, I was pretty funny, man. I was pretty impressed with myself. Um, But I think it's just that nervousness of going back to that last week in the house and how I did treat some people and say the things that I said and being really seen is, yeah, is scary. That's one question I always get asked. Who am I still friends with is another question that someone messaged me on Instagram. Uh, So I'm still friends with Tim. I'm still friends with Tully. I'm still really good friends. Matt, Matt from Big Brother Maya is one of my best friends. Um, and he is someone that I speak to all the time. Like I absolutely love that legend. And um, yeah, so Matt, Matt is Matt and Ed are two of my faves and they were a massive part of my journey in the house. Um, another question that I got asked is, is it scripted? And no, it is not scripted. But what people don't understand is when you go into the diary room and Big Brother speaks to you, 
someone could have been in there just before you who was bitching about you or talking about you. When you are in there, you can hear and feel from Big Brother's questions who's been talking about you. And like I said, they will push you into areas. Like my last day when I said a couple of mean things about people, well, didn't say it with heart. I said it more with like, just fucking hurry up, Big Brother. I just want to fucking get out of this diary room. I'm tired. I'm hungover. I have severe anxiety right now. I'm peaking and you want me to talk about this and I can't think straight. They didn't script me, but they pushed me into areas. Were there any hookups Australia doesn't know about? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Everyone knew about Drew and Tully my year. Um, Ed and Jade, I think, did have sex, although they couldn't air that. Um, Tahan did have a pregnancy test in the house uh, in the first week. The Sugar Sisters, the ambulance was called on one of them, but we think, I can't remember if it was just that she needed to do a really big fart <laughs> because the you, when you're in there, you know, you hold things in and she had really, really bad pains in her stomach and we thought something was happening and then I think she um, <laughs> she needed to do a big fart. The other thing was everything got shut down one night because uh, someone in the house actually told us quite a horrific um, story and uh, it was pretty hectic. We all got asked in if we needed counselling or whatever from what he said. It was pretty bad. And then there was other housemates going off and doing some stuff. It It started off with just a deep conversation, but it got pretty hectic and huge allegations in it um, against someone on the outside. So, um, yeah, that was pretty hectic. And I think they deleted all those tapes and stuff. It was a wild ride. I'm grateful for it. And if I was to be asked to go back onto Big Brother again, if you had asked me a year ago, I would have said, hell no, no way. If you asked me today, I would say, fuck yes, bring it on. Because... I've healed. I've done the work now. I know the experience and I know how I could speak about anxiety and this and all these different things so differently because I know myself so much better than I did nine years ago. Thank you so much for all those people who voted for me. It feels kind of weird and cheese balls like I'm, you know, trying to keep myself relevant (laughs) talking about it. But I had I'd got heaps of messages recently from a reel that I posted of me in the house, um, you know, talking about my mental health and how I was going a little bit crazy and so many, so much traction on it. So many people want to know and wanted to ask questions and everything. So um, I thought I'd do an episode on it. So here we are. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. I absolutely love you all. And if you want to know any more questions, uh, no, if you actually let me know who you want me to hit up to come on and I'll interview as a big brother old housemate. So I have put a request in to speak to Tim. I've got to go through channel seven, which sucks because he's my mate and I've just, you know, could ask him. Um, But, you know, is there someone else that you would love to speak to? Maybe they're not on this show. Maybe they're on another season who you think embodies champagne confidence. I was thinking maybe... Tully um, or Tahan would be a great chat as well. So let me know, slide into my DMs at underscore Heidi Anderson on who you want me to get on from Big Brother. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to Champagne Confidence today. The only way we're going to unleash inner champagne confidence in other people around the world is by you getting around the show. So if you are loving it, I would be so grateful if you could hit follow on whatever podcast app you're listening to and leave us a review. It would mean the absolute world. And please come and introduce yourself. I hang out mainly on Instagram at underscore Heidi Anderson. Love you lots.